0: That was something I noticed in the first podcast, that uh, we smack our lips a lot.
1: Like assholes. Right. Well, why wouldn't you smack your lips?
0: Welcome to Simply Speaking. Today is Wednesday, May 13th, 2020, and you're going to listen to our 10th episode anniversary show today. John and I sit down, we talk about the history of the podcast, what little there is, but there's actually a bit more backstory, I think, than you might know from listening to the last nine episodes. So we get into that and we talk a lot about kind of our vision for the future of the podcast and then what inspired us to do this and what makes a podcast something that we enjoy listening to. Hopefully you get a little bit out of this. And stay tuned to the end because at the end we have a very special announcement about a new venture that we're starting. We hope you enjoy. And welcome to Simply Speaking's 10th episode, Extravaganza
1: Spectacular. I'm Conrad. Really? Is that the name we're going with? I'm John, but... Is that the name we're going with? Episodes.
0: And this uh, is this is a major okay. anniversary for us, John. We've made it to ten episodes. It is ten on episodes. This podcast. And, and
1: and you and I had a bet: what would happen first—ten episodes or, or or ten listeners? So.
0: And uh, we made ten episodes first. Oh, I'm just—I don't know. We we might I, be tied. We, have a, we have I very, I think we we tied. We have a very small listening group, and. Uh, We love them for listening to us, but we would love, of course, to have a bigger audience. Right. So why don't you
1: tell people how they can contact us?
0: So you can find us on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on YouTube. You can look at my uh, weird video of me playing a ukulele if you want. But most importantly, if you want to contact us, the best way is to email simply speaking podcast at gmail.com. And that's One thing I think going forward, I want to do a lot more of is interacting with listeners.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I know we do get some emails and, you know, most of them are, are, you know, Hey, uh, something about enlargement pills. I don't know what that's about. Or occasionally we'll get emails about, um, upgrade your antivirus by calling this number and giving a credit card. Um,
0: it's crazy that
1: Viagra made
0: it into our fan base, but I'll take what we can get.
1: Yeah. And, and Conrad falls for it. He's, he's already gone through several credit cards. So I keep telling him, like...
0: Yeah. Hey, I buddy, don't know how many more times I can download McAfee.
1: Not even McAfee. Like, you know, when that charge comes up on your card from Nigeria. Oh, yeah. tell you, buddy.
0: Yeah, we have a few Nigerian princes listening, which is nice. So, that being said... Uh, I will say on a semi serious note, I'm happy that we made it to 10 episodes. That means we're better than, uh, I don't know the stats on this, but we're better than a lot of other podcasts because statistically speaking, n- most podcasts stop by the, te- the seventh episode, is, is something that I read on the internet once. So I'm the sure seventh it's episode. That's, seventh that's... episode. Okay. So we've made it to 10. So therefore, we are officially a successful podcast. Right? Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and if you look back, the the our podcast has really evolved. We kinda started off a little lighthearted, got really serious, and now we're back to being lighthearted again, like come full circle.
0: Yeah. All I think in ten episodes. It's definitely something so a little history, and this is something I want to get into on this episode, is um kind of the backstory of how this became a podcast, where we where we came from. So this has been something literally years in the making. We've been talking about doing this podcast for at least five years, as far as I can recall. We and tried. We, we tried. tried five years ago. And what happened there? I don't think I was ready to do a podcast. Somebody had a little straight stage fright. Yeah, I don't think I was ready. And honestly, I think a lot of it for me, at least, um, is the the idea of putting myself out there publicly was something I was concerned about. And, and honestly, it's something that's in the back of my mind now, but I'm I'm a little bit less concerned about it. Ironically, during this time of cancel culture, it's something I'm less concerned about than I was five years ago. Um, But the fact that you can record something and it's out there for anyone to listen to until the end of time, somewhere on the internet, somewhere on the web or whatever, um, that was definitely a daunting thing to think about. And I think certainly factored into it was one of the factors that kept me from really committing to the idea until just this year when we really started wholeheartedly. Right. Um, but that being said, I'm I'm glad we did. It's certainly been a learning experience for me. Um, again, just being 10 episodes in, I'm sure we have a ton more to learn. And I have no plans on quitting at this point. I'll do this until the end of time. But um, just in 10 episodes, there's a few things I learned. Um, number one is if you're, if you want to make a podcast, just sit down and start doing it. Like that's the biggest hurdle. That's the biggest thing for someone Mm -hmm. who's aspiring and just wants to get some audio out there and get their thoughts down or or whatever, just start recording. And there's like, like the platform we use, we use anchor, right? And that's, it's, it couldn't possibly make, starting a podcast any easier i mean you, we basically download this app set up an account and at first i had a getty a, a blue mic that we were recording on i think the first few episodes when we were actually physically together before the whole covid thing but the last you know like six or seven episodes we've just been recording remotely via iphone and yeah the audio is not you know it's not top notch it's not joe Rogan or adam carolla quality but it's certainly good enough for the listening audience, I'm sure. And in the future, I'd love to get some serious equipment and all that. But, um, I think we, I'm I'm happy that we, um, have been able to continue this without dumping a ton of money into the podcast so far.
1: I mean, there, there's really not a lot of startup costs to a podcast, which I think is one of the great things. Um, and I hear what you're saying about your voice getting out there and anybody can pull it up. But I, I you know, I also feel like you got to have content, though, because who the hell is going to want to listen to it? You know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we needed I, I think one of our biggest challenges and I, I don't know how you felt about this, because I haven't really talked to you about this was um, other than when we were actually having the conversation. But like we haven't reflected on this, but just finding that identity, you know what I mean? What is our podcast going to be? I know you who, and I. Who have, are we? What message are we trying to bring? Yeah. You and I have definitely yeah.
0: had some long conversations about that. And it is definitely a, a, a process of evolution. I think before we sat down and recorded the first episode, we each kind of had some ideas for what we want the, the, the podcast to be and a the, the vision for it. And then we recorded our first episode. And I think that helped solidify for me okay, this is this is what we're doing. And I think that first episode, if you go back and listen to it, which I don't recommend anyone does unless they uh, want to hear a couple of idiots talking uh, about random stuff. Right. But um, it was definitely a huge learning experience for me because it, it made me reflect on, okay, what is the theme here? What are we actually trying to get at? And I think that's something that's going to evolve in the future. I don't think that I certainly don't have a clear idea of what we're going to be talking about six months from now a year from now but um hopefully i I think we've kind of settled at least on trying to have serious discussions about either current events or things that are significant um, to one or both of us um and i mean i think that's that's kind of been the thrust of this um, but that being said, I mean, if you go back and listen to those first couple or three episodes, um, it was definitely a different animal. I and mean, we were drinking beer and, and talking about uh, brewing and, and stuff like that. And then you listen to the last, I don't know, five episodes. and I think it's become a little bit more uh, of a serious thing. But I don't know necessarily if that's the way to be or that's how we'll be six
1: months, a year from now. And I i did during our discussions, i I did come to realize that You don't always like and or appreciate my humor. (laughs) Yeah. So it's interesting because we talked about, I
0: think originally our idea was actually to do somewhat of a humor-based podcast. And this is going back years ago, right? When we were first talking about it. Um, Satirical almost. Satirical or whatever. And I mean, I I think, um, and I'll I'll let you tease kind of our, our, our new project that we're working on. Um, I think we still Ooh, want to yeah. do that, but yep. I, I think it's, it's, it's been hard. We tried to do that and we're having a little bit of trouble finding a balance between the two, um, uh, or something exactly. that, and, and honestly, I, I mean, I'm one person, but a lot of this comes down to, I listen back to our episodes and I think, is this something I would listen to, or just on my own if I discovered this in the podcast world or not. And I think that's kind of a big, and you and I listen to
1: very different things, right?
0: Yeah, and so th- what are some of your things. inspirations from the podcast or just the broadcast world that um, kind of form- helped you formulate um, the ideas for the show?
1: Um, I mean, I listen to a lot of uh, kind of nerdy podcasts or, or comedy but factual podcasts like Dan Cummings' Time Suck is one of my, you know, it's one of my favorite podcasts. when he's talking about a topic I like uh, the girls that, uh, stuff you missed in history class, you know, um, and just some of the podcasts like that, or, or even, you know, man, I'm trying to think at one point I was listening to so many podcasts. I had to, you know, stop doing it like, you know, uh, cause it was just, that's all I was doing. Um, I listened to some old time radio podcasts cause again, I'm a big nerd, um, And that that guy, um, Adam Graham, really taught me that, you know, uh, listening to him, it's like, just get out there and do it. That's how he started. You could tell listening to his early episodes, he was nervous on the mic and didn't know what he was doing. But now he's like, he's literally uh, almost 3000 episodes in and still going strong, has a Patreon with supporters and everything. And just he built his podcast from nothing uh, about old time shows and you know, really just kind of owned it and said, this is what I'm doing, like it or not. And, you know, people would criticize him at first because of how he talked or whatever. But then, you know, he just kept at it. And and now he's really successful and makes enough on Patreon to support his um, servers so he doesn't have to pay for them. And,
0: yeah, yeah really good. How long has that podcast yeah. been out there?
1: Oh, uh, many years. I, I can... Actually, uh, he has an app too. I can tell you his first date. If it doesn't, yeah, I didn't mean to put you um, on the spot, but I guess the reason I asked that
0: is, um, I, when do you think it was that you first discovered podcasts in general?
1: Because I'm, tr- I was trying to think back well, on this, and I couldn't. Remember. So his podcast episode one is Sunday, October twenty fifth, two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, uh, I can tell you that. Oh, he's over 3,000 episodes. He's uh, 3,135 episodes in. He does several a week. Um, But I can tell you that... uh, I want to say maybe right around that same time I realized that they existed, but there wasn't anything good around there. Um, I'm also kind of a closet um, attitude-era wrestling geek, and I would listen to, like flair when he had a podcast or jericho or jr you know those guys um you know so i would listen to those guys but uh and then some true crime podcasts as well but i i i feel like it was really maybe like 2016 that i started actually listening to them okay so i think i have you be a little bit there i've I've definitely
0: been listening to podcasts for i want to say seven or eight years at least maybe a little bit longer but um I, I think it's, it's one of those things that when I discovered the medium of podcasts, it was definitely something that changed my world in a lot of ways. So I remember when I was 18 years old, I first, uh, first going to college and I found Jay Severin who was at the time on a, the local Boston and, uh, WTK, yeah, WTK, baby. He was uh, I, a and sweet, sweet. I believe boss. the afternoon host on on that station um, during drive time, and he was was someone who I, I think was was definitely inspirational to me, at least in terms of um, talking on air in some capacity. Uh, number one, he's he's someone who was very well spoken, um, very eloquent speaker, and he's he's also a very bright political thinker and. You know, reflecting on it now, I don't agree with him necessarily politically on a lot of things, but um, I think he always did a good job of making his case. Um, But I do remember, aside from him, there really weren't any other talk show hosts out there that I listened to a whole lot because it it just, I, I feel like the format of radio was something that was very frustrating as a listener because someone would get into um of a, a, an interesting topic or, or an interesting conversation or a few to call or call in and there's, they're kind of going back and forth and having a debate or a dialogue. And then, you know, next thing you know, there's a commercial break and it felt like it lost all of its momentum. And I think Jay was probably one of the, the best at working within that um, framework. Um, but once I discovered podcasts, I discovered that you could have a, a long form discussion that was actually really entertaining and really interesting um, that went on I mean like in the case of I think Adam Kroll was one of the first podcasts to listen to and his episodes were what an hour and a half two hours normally and then Joe Rogan I mean his episodes are like three plus hours long um, but I'm wrapped up in them the entire time and I think the the medium of podcasting is something that uh, for me I can't go back now when I listen to anything on talk radio it just sounds like utter garbage
1: and there's really not a lot out there anymore. It's all the same old garbage. Honestly, the only talk radio I listen to is the news station, 1030. Mm-hmm. That's it. Just to get my traffic and weather on the threes in the morning. Like, I don't, you know, it's just not. I I used to listen to that to Severn on there or some of the other guys on there. But, I mean, it's just not the same. Podcasting's where it's where it's yeah. at. And, um, you know, anybody can have a voice. I mean – I think podcasting's biggest strength is that any idiot can have a voice, and I think its biggest weakness is that any idiot can have a voice. This is true. I I was listening. I
0: don't remember where I heard this. I think I was actually listening to another podcast, Um, but there's something like um, 750,000 podcasts out there now, and... I mean, you think about it. The population of this country, of the United States alone, is like 300 million people. So, I mean, I can't do math in my head that quick, but um, that's a fair amount of podcasts when you're talking about uh, per capita, right? Um, versus yeah. radio shows or uh, television shows or anything like that. So, it's. I think it's very good. I agree with you. It's very good that anyone can do it, and anyone can get their ideas out there. But, at the same time there's definitely a lot you have to filter through a lot to get to the good
1: stuff. Yeah, there is a lot of garbage out there.
0: So what do you let me ask you this and um uh, I know I think I alluded to it earlier but what is your vision for where we're going to be a year from now? Like what what would you like to us to be doing that we're not doing right now?
1: I think we're going to have our 11th listener. Oh my god. And I think no. Uh uh no um you know i i don't know because i don't want to pigeonhole us into being a certain way or doing a certain thing i kind of like how we kind of evolve with the times and as we evolve and understand uh you know ourselves and and just really what we're looking to do um i think that you know and i know you kind of teased it earlier i'm not going to announce it yet you know we'll save that for the end uh i've got to give you guys a hook to keep listening here but uh, we're, we're going to tease a, uh upcoming project here at the end and, um, you know, go through, but I, I, as far as where we're going to be, I'm just kind of, ex- I'm more excited for the journey than the outcome, like over the next year, like, where are we going to be our, you know, uh, what is this going to look like? And then our second project that I'm going to talk about a little bit later, like what that's going to be like and how they're going to blend together. I, I, I'm really excited for the journey. So, uh, but what about you? Where do you I'm with us? you
0: hundred percent on, and on the journey aspect. I mean, I, I think this is definitely opened my eyes to a lot of the stuff that I want to do. And it's kind of broadened from just this one podcast that we're doing. I mean, as a direct result of the start of this podcast, I kind of, I've always been really interested in writing. I've enjoyed writing, but it, it's for me writing, um, I don't want it ever to be a chore. I, I have to kind of get inspired to write, and as a result of these conversations we've been having on the show, I got found that inspiration. I actually started a blog um, as part of this this podcast, or, or I mean, it's directly linked, and I have three articles up there now. and And I think you said you were going to be uh, posting some stuff, and hopefully, we'll have some some guest writers on there as well. But I think that's definitely been a big part of it that I'd like to expand upon. Um, and I think you and I have talked as well about the idea of broadening our scope from um, from just a, a, being a podcast and being singular in that aspect to um, just being a show or being something a bit more than that. Just in terms of, um, yeah, I mean, maybe yeah. we talked about doing some videos, we talked about doing some other stuff. Um, so I'm just excited. I don't really have, I'm with you, I don't have a... a Really distinct vision of what I want to be a year from now. Well, that's not good. One of us. Yeah, needs I was vision, thinking you it. were going to be the visionary as part of this uh, project, but we got to... Well,
1: wait a minute! I thought you were the visionary up
0: severely in that. But uh, this is uh, <laughs> this has been a severe miscalculation. <laughs> um, I think. But I, I'm just excited for what the future is going to bring, and um, I I think another thing that I really want to see um, I want this to become more of a community thing. Um, like uh, when we opened up the episode, I mentioned uh, we want to hear from our listeners, um, but I, I genuinely mean, I think it would be a lot of fun to talk to people um, who we meet through this uh, this venture, uh, maybe people who have similar ideas to us or different um, ideas or, or thoughts. Um, I think it'd be fun to bring different guests on. We've had a couple guests on so far, um, and I thought those those two episodes where we had Uh, guests on were some were my two favorites and i really look forward to doing that a lot more i think it's an opportunity to talk to people and honestly i'm just excited to have those conversations and record them and hopefully they're good but i i mean just the, the the act of actually having those conversations for
1: me has been extremely educating and i've definitely gotten a lot out of it well that's good but the future uh it'll definitely be interesting to see how we evolve and you know as we hit these milestone episodes, just taking a second to reflect right. back and, you know, see how we basically came from, you know, trying to record in, in your, your buddy's basement there a while ago and failing miserably to actually getting out there. And now we're 10 episodes in. And, you know, you said most fail at seven. So we must be doing something, if not right, we, at least uh, not yeah, wrong. Like I said, I think know? we are, uh, I say this tongue in cheek, but we are fastballs. What...
0: In that we are still putting out episodes, whether people are listening to them, that's a different story. But um, it, it's definitely it, for me. This is never, in, and I, it won't ever be about getting money or, or, or advertisers or anything like that. I mean, but all right. Well, oh, okay. Yeah, this, there.
1: Yeah, let's actually monetize it. Yeah, I
0: mean that's monetize said, this if, nonsense. Uh, Dollar Shave Club wants to sponsor this thing.
1: And believe me, I I can read an ad dollar shave club get your damn razors like perfect. I, I don't know like i I've, i think i've been an voice yeah, that... right well i don't have a script in front of me buddy but like you know you give me something like uh a, a script you know i i i'll sell viagra right. i don't care. this
0: is i at the end of the day you i know? think i i think i speak for both of us this is definitely a labor of love it's um it's something that we do because we enjoy it and we have a passion for it And, um, we both, you, you and I both have day jobs and we're perfectly happy with our day jobs, but, um, it's, this is a very fun outlet and, uh, something that, um, I would love to be more than just a hobby, but I'm completely happy just doing this,
1: uh, until the end of time. I don't don't know if anybody wants to hear us in the home screaming at each other. Like, I mean, come on now, but at least for the foreseeable future until you get sick of me for, uh, you know. Every time we record, we waste like fifteen minutes of tape because I'm clowning around at the beginning of a yeah of an episode, you know. And he's like, "All right, go to edit that out. You know, to edit that out." We kind of have a little running joke yeah, going on at the beginning
0: too. So, one other thing I want to mention. So, for those people who are thinking about starting a podcast, I think for me, one of the things that really got me hung up when we tried to record. Um, our first episode five years ago and, and, and it didn't come out so great. Yeah. was because I was thinking that I have to be on a hundred percent of the time. And wh- I think what you do, I mean, you can do a live podcast and of course there's, there's live mediums out there. I could, I'm probably not, I don't think you live um, just cause I think my way of thinking, I'm a little bit scatterbrained. Like I have a million ideas coming to my head all Sucks. at once and when I'm trying to form a coherent yeah. thought, I'm trying to process a lot and have something come, come out of my mouth that makes sense. But the beautiful thing about podcasting, for people like me, who I'm not a great live speaker, um, you certainly probably wouldn't want to hear me uh, give an extemporaneous speech about something just from the top of my head. But it, it, the idea that you can right. edit uh, a bunch of content. So we can sit here. We could record 45 minutes of content. And we can go through afterwards, trim out the stuff that just sounds silly or just as distracting or it's just a lot of uh, long pauses or whatever. And it, it takes some of the pressure off, I think, of, of being on in the moment. Uh, not that you don't want to produce good content, but it it definitely, you don't feel as much like it's what's done is done. You feel like if you make a mistake, if I say the wrong thing or... or maybe we have a conversation that goes off track or something like that, um, that you can fix it in post. And I think that's helpful, um, certainly for someone who's who's not a, a great public speaker.
1: I think uh, one of the bigger differences between you and I is uh, you are the prep guy, right? You do more show prep than I do. You know, believe it or not, there actually is prep that goes into this Conrad's very uh, you're a at that I'm more of a, I just got to do it. Just sit down and, 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 you know, record, like I'm, I'm, I'm a one take Charlie. I don't care how bad it sounds, how good it sounds. So, you know um, but I, I feel like you and I were able to kind of uh make our styles work with each other. And I think it's good that we have like a little bit uh that we have different styles, right? Like I, I definitely feel like that's a, an advantage instead of a disadvantage Um, because I feel like having conflicting styles breeds creativity. You know, we're not like doing the same thing or thinking the same way all the time. And it's kind of like an echo chamber. So it kind of breeds a little bit of creativity there. And then, you know, I'm more cognizant of the fact that, you know, there might be some retakes or whatever. And you're more cognizant of the fact that sometimes I'll just freewheel and then as we're doing this, I'll get a message from you. Like, what are you doing? Don't talk <laughs> about that. Like, right? <laughs> stop. You know, edit it out and post. So, so, you, so I make. I I feel like in a way I make you speed up a little, and you make right. me slow down a little. Yeah, I, I think that makes sense.
0: I, I think for me, it's like the idea of having to say something that makes sense and have it be perfect the first time is creates this artificial pressure. Um, just like if if someone told you don't think of an elephant and then all you'd be thinking about is an elephant because they put the idea. So someone throws a microphone in front of me and says, Hey, we're live now. I'm going to be a, a absolute disaster, but t- having a little bit of that pressure alleviated, I think is, is helpful.
1: Whereas I'm the complete opposite. You throw a microphone in front of me and give me a, a, a sentence for a topic or like just a couple keywords. I'm good to go you give me a whole bunch of prep and I'm going to overthink it. So I need that almost like, Hey, we're ready. Let's go. You know, whereas you need like the, to to put more thought and have right. a little bit more patience there. Uh, so that's kind of what I meant by conflicting styles. And I think you and I kind of were able to play off one another. I mean, I think you've only gotten really mad at me once. Yeah. While, re- while recording, uh, but, I mean, I also know that I'm kind of a jerk, so it, it's fine. Like, you will you bring me back down to earth when I'm, like, just going off on a... Yeah,
0: well, I think I listen a to a lot of shows yeah. where there's two people who have um, the exact same viewpoint on something. And they might be very articulate in how they're presenting that and how they're talking about it. But sometimes it, it becomes kind of boring when you have two people who think exactly the same way. Um I think it does... Right, it, it does. Yeah, echo chambers. kind of what it I does make referencing conversations a little bit more interesting when I'm actually learning more about someone's differing point of view than, than I might have, um, for sure. One thing I want to, sure. as a, a kind of a, a last note here, so you you and I had an off air conversation a couple weeks ago um, about being genuine on air. I think that's really important, and the way you kind of framed it was in just a little backstory so both you and i as part of our our day jobs sometimes have to have conversations with people um that are they're very difficult and specifically these types of conversations there's kind of a script to them at least to get started right and and one of the things you had mentioned was being genuine as part of that um presentation um to set up that conversation is is so important and you would reference the uh, A situation where you had kind of gone off the cuff and do you want to explain that a little bit um
1: so uh i'll explain it in a way that that ties back into Mm -hmm. podcasting uh, i guess um all that means is like look you know one of my concerns about doing a, a podcast just in general not not with you or not this particular one is if you start really talking in depth about things that you have no business talking about or like coming across as like a authentic knowledge source instead of just speaking from your own experiences or whatever, unless you are a subject matter expert, uh, you're going to come across as disingenuous and you can, you know, I I think what you were alluding to there was when I said like, you know, I've tried to do that before and then you kind of get lost in the weeds and and you're not very confident in what you're saying and, and the person that you're you're talking to can tell, or in this case, like the listeners can tell, like, why am I listening to two clowns talking about something that they clearly know nothing about? They're not coming across as genuine. Um, and, and you don't make that connection. You don't have that rapport with the listener, whether it's somebody I'm having a conversation with or somebody listening to this podcast. Um, and that's that, you know, that's extremely important to have uh, that connection. So that's something that we've been very cognizant of and, and been trying to build. Um, and I think we've done a good job with that, just making that connection. Like I, you know, I don't, I don't know if this part will get edited out or how far back I'm allowed to to peel the curtain here. But you know, I think one of your concerns was sometimes my humor is a little, can be a little off-putting and/or uh, I think the term you use, like inside jokey, like if we have people on that we know or whatever, uh, which I. I do understand. And I think I took that feedback and said, okay, um, I get it. Uh, but at the same time, I can't not be myself. So I had to say like, how can I be myself in the confines of this podcast? Um, but still do some things and, you know, hopefully we develop our own inside jokes within the show as we go on or, or or whatever, just a way to have fun with it. But I, I can't not be that sarcastic guy but what I can do is be that sarcastic guy in a way that fits right. within the show's boundaries. It does. If, and and if that's that actually
0: sense. kind of perfect. That, that's really where I wanted to take this conversation and kind of end it is bottom line, where I want to be in the future is I want us to be a hundred percent genuine. And I know I mentioned the editing and stuff like that. And there's a lot of different factors that as someone who's making a show that's, um, theoretically, at least supposed to be entertaining or interesting or whatever. You do have to think about your audience to a degree and consider them and, and consider their listening experience. But at the same time, um, I think find that balance between producing content that is uh, listenable um, to people, especially for people who don't know us personally or or someone just stumbling upon this. You want that person to be able to access the podcast and understand what the hell we're talking about. But at the same time. I think bottom line I, I'm perfectly happy with us having a very genuine conversation I think if, if you were to meet one of us on the street uh, my goal is that there's no difference in the type of conversation we might have on the street on a at a bar you know at a
1: in a social setting I want to be the Yep. You're that same boring exactly. person. And, exactly. And so I'm just kidding. See, that's the stuff right. that you don't like when so. I do. I'm <laughs> sorry. I, I had to. Come on, man. Give, give me one. Yeah, absolutely. Give me one. Um, no, no, no. Uh, I, I, I didn't mean to cut you off there, but yeah, I, like this is where you and I kind of got on the same page. Um, I do have one one last question for you before we move on. And it's kind of a callback to earlier in the show. You didn't really say what your podcast influences were. We kind of went oh, from yeah. mine, so, and then you jumped right so in. I think when I um, um,
0: when I first got into podcasts, I think I know for sure Adam Carolla was one of the first podcasts I really got into and started listening to. Um, but over the years, I mean, I keep I keep gravitating towards totally different content out there in the podcast world. So um, someone I've been listening to for a long time, who's I think inspirational to degree is Dan Carlin. And one of the things to me that's inspirational about him and his approach, and for those who don't know who Dan Carlin is, uh, go look him up but um he's got he does a history podcast. I think that was his his first major podcast, um, if I'm not mistaken um but he also did uh, another podcast um that ran at the same time um that was more of a current events podcast and now he i think as of a year or two ago, he's got some podcasts that um, he kind of talks about stuff that doesn't either fit into one of those two podcasts or maybe doesn't make it into the full history uh, episodes. Um, but I, I, so, something like that where he keeps kind of reinventing or um, figuring out ways to expand content out there in a different framework. I mean, that's definitely something that's was, that was influ- influential um, to me. And um, I mean, I certainly – uh, Joe Rogan is someone who um, has been been a big influence. I think on a lot of people. Um, I mean, if you listen to podcasts, and you don't know who Joe Rogan is. You're yeah, you're missing out. Big, but big um, he's just, I think, someone who has a lot of different people on his show and has a lot of different conversations with people from all walks of life, and it's always interesting. He always manages to get something interesting out of that conversation, no matter who he's speaking with. So. Um I think those are just a, a few of my my influences and I could go on for forever
1: about It's it's hard for me to listen to Corolla and mm-hmm. Rogan because my personality is kind of similar. But I think that they are some pretty uh pretty good examples there of um right. uh you know they're really the building blocks that, you know, when podcasts really became a thing. So I, I think right. that that's, uh,
0: and they're in what's, you know, I think for me, that the thing that really sticks out one. is all three of those. So, Corolla, Rogan, and Carlin, all three of them are totally different types of podcasts. Uh, but I, I think for me, that's, that's the important thing is, um, to have that diversity and, and just the medium itself, I think at the end of the day is, is what makes, Anything is possible in podcast form. It is it, it, At the end of the day, it's, it, it's what you make it. I think that's...
1: Yep. And whether you have 10 listeners, you know, like uh, certain podcasts that we know, or whether you have thousands of listeners or hundreds of thousands of listeners, like a Rogan or a Chris Jericho, like, you know, it, it all comes down to how do you engage those listeners? So whether you're a small podcast, big podcast, But the only way that we're going to be able to engage our listeners is if we do get some feedback. So I just want to encourage that again. Reach out to us. You you think we're a bunch of idiots? Tell us we're idiots. You know, I mentioned a guy named Adam Graham earlier as one of my influences. One of the things I like, he reads every comment sent to him. Good, bad, ugly, doesn't matter. People telling him his voice sucks and he needs to get off the air. He'll be like, well, I I don't (laughs) agree with you, but thank you for your comment and move right on you know but we need that feedback so See, why don't you give them you our email address
0: um simply speaking podcast at gmail.com it's the easiest way to reach us uh i monitor that um that that email account mm-hmm. daily and uh, i guarantee you you're going to get a response if if you if you send us something so like john said if uh you have ideas for for the shows you have comments um something you want to hear um discussion you want to have suggestions for guests, anything like that. I mean, we want to hear from our our audience and we want our audience to be a part of the show.
1: Absolutely. Uh, So you think I should hit them with the big announcement here? All right. Drum roll, please.
0: Great sound effects here.
1: Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, Enough. Right, right, right. We need a a soundboard or something. Um, Anyways, uh, so the big announcement is we're actually going to have a – a spin off podcast, a sister podcast to this uh, called Simply Drinking. And Simply Drinking will be um, uh, a different format where, you know, we might still have guests, but uh, we're, we're going to talk about all things in the world of beer or um, alcohol in general, whiskey, you know. Uh, but it's something that, that you and I are both very passionate about is alcohol. Exactly. I and mean, let's face it, we're under quarantine. What else are we doing, right? Um, but it's going to be, you know, we're going to review some beer and, and, and do some different things with it and look for that to get up soon. And, um, you know, it'll, it'll be the companion podcast to this completely different audience, probably, uh, you know, we'll, we'll probably have an entirely separate 10 listeners. Um, and we're really just gonna see where that one goes. And, and, and again, it's something I think that you and I are passionate enough about that it doesn't matter to us if. We only have ten listeners, or if we have a hundred or you know what have you um it's something that you and I both enjoy and as you know, one of my um one of my long term goals is to uh eventually open a brewery myself so um just something that that' been we've been tossing ideas back and uh, but that's our big announcement uh if you're a fan of uh simply speaking and you're also a fan of uh beer whiskey um you know all things alcohol um look for simply drinking and um as we uh build episodes there you know we'll cross promote between the two platforms um and uh you know just looking Absolutely. forward to having fun doing another that's podcast. A great way to end it. Yeah, buddy. so you and I you know? i think
0: once we uh wrap up here we're about to record episode 1 of simply drinking and that's uh something that i'm super excited about and hopefully the audience is too all right Let's well drink. any uh any closing notes cheers Alright, All right. go drink. We'll talk to you on the next episode. Cheers. Thank you for listening to Simply Speaking. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. You can contact us at simplyspeakingpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail dot com. We encourage you to send us messages. We'd like to hear what you think about today's episode, what you think about previous episodes, and what you might like to hear on future episodes, as well as any other feedback or comments you might have for us. We look forward to speaking with you on a future episode.